the playground trying to make friends Cause I've had a preview of how they leave you And eventually deceive you So I'm a loner, but I'm not lonely No more riddles, staying out the middle like lonely just got killed last year i probably shed my last tear cats swear that i'm on a mission and they won't listen low ambition and my girl keep tripping she got me twisted with some other niggas i guess she getting depressed ever since my brother's death i just go hard more bars respected in the game so far but it takes some time alone to define my zone i ain't trying to side on those who find me gone i gotta holla at myself put my product on the shelf and keep it 100 and dig inside of myself Self as they cash checking, 
and acting like they going all in, but half-stepping. I couldn't care if your rhyme is tight, cause who say anything when behind the mic? See, hip-hop fans want another gift to gab, and these bay kids want another Mr. Fab. I'ma step it up when the shit hits the fan, cause honestly I feel that I could bridge the gap. But to be real, I ain't gonna try and lie. See, I continue to write rhymes, a sign of the times. I fly high on these industry cats with fake songs. It's time for solidarity to take what's ours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've been here a long time, man, putting in a lot of work. Boy stiff. Me and MIC, White Mike. You know what I'm talking about? We ain't trying to step on no toes. We just trying to get what's ours, what we deserve. Up in this game, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening. It's Sunday. Welcome to Old Soul Radio. I'm your host, Professor Gable. I'm DJ Jima. We've had a really great year this year at Old Soul Radio 2018. Thanks, Muni Radio. Shout out to all the guests that have come through. Last um, one of the year. This is the last episode of the year, oh, and we have shit. a special guest, White Mike. Everybody in the yeah. house, give it up, man. Big props for making it down tonight. Thank you. Old man's in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Old man. Old souls. Uh, Old soul. This is old soul radio. You know, that's why we're having you. Right in. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) So how you doing? How's life? I'm doing good, man. How you guys doing? Good, man. How were the holidays? Uh, it was good, man. I'm a little broke, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as it happens this time of year, yeah, it comes with family. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Go in your pockets and take everything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's all good though. Yeah. But they were lovely. Though. I'm blessed. I can't. I, I can't say a negative thing about it, man. Yeah. It's great. Absolutely. You go anywhere? Uh, just was basically around. We was right here, right? Yeah, in the Bay Area, just with the fam and uh, visit a few different houses and stuff. You know, uh, the kids had a bunch of things going on, so I just was. Right. Local, kept it local. No yeah. trips, no trips right now. I'm actually going to uh, Cabo in two weeks. Oh, really? Oh, so nice. That's that. fun. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Right on. Well, hey, I wanted to kind of get into the history of everything, you know what I mean, when it comes to you and uh, the city, really, you know, as well as uh, the music game, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So take me to like where it starts for you in terms of like your name, White Mike. Uh, White Mike is pretty much. Um, Lower Hate, um, mm-hmm. you know the Fillmore area. Mm-hmm. It was back back then. That area was mostly like a black neighborhood. So, mm-hmm. um, and there would be like three or four mics living mm-hmm. in that area. So right. it would be like, you know, what's up with Mike? And they'd be like, what Mike? And they would be like, no. oh, white Mike. You know, white Mike to live up, on, you know, on Page Street, whatever. And so, mm-hmm. uh, that's just how it came about. And it was, you know, it just stuck with me through the years. Like, you know, when people right. see me, they're like, white Mike, what's up? How you doing? Right. So it never was really intended to be like my, you know, like my star name or whatever. Right, your rap name. Rap name, but it just stuck with me so far as what everybody knows me by. Right. Okay, dope. kind of, that's what kind of just stuck with me from that. And this is when you were a kid, right? Yes, when I'm a kid. Uh, Also, you know, I worked on Market Street for for years, though. Oh, Uh, word? um, You know, for like 12 years selling clothes and stuff. Oh, really? Stores down there. Which stores? Uh, City Limits, Kicks, Midtown Rags. Oh, okay, dope. They're like some of the, you know, premier stores that were around in, you know, in 2000. Earlier than that, two nineties, eighties. Right. Yeah. Are they are they not there anymore? I don't... No, they're not there right. anymore. They they've moved to like malls and stuff like that. Because oh, okay. Market Street kind of shut down. Right. You know, through they closed off those areas and they're trying to build like art museums and mm. bike shops and condos come with you know yeah. gentro shit like you know. Man, it's crazy, but yeah, that was another reason why they called me White Mike too. Though they they would come down there and just know me for the neighborhoods and then right. right. 
for them saying, you know, who's that guy? And it was like White Mike, you know White Mike. So it was just it was kind of the thing that kind of carried on and carried on. Mm-hmm. So so at what point did White Mike, the the neighborhood cat, turn into White Mike, the the musician, the rapper, you know, the artist? Well, initially I did Boy Stiff in like the early '90s and right. early mm-hmm. '80s. So mm-hmm. at that time we weren't. I was like they would call me Brussels sprouts. Was just my nick my <laughs> rap name. Mm-hmm. That's why I have like the vegetable albums and stuff like that. Oh okay. Right. Yeah, I was gonna ask kinda, about that. Kind of branches off into that, but um, uh, White Mike was like like a you know a neighborhood thing, and then finally when I was you know I took ten years off from rapping and shit after my brother passed Joe, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I came back and I was like. Do I want to be Brussels sprouts as like a you know like a thirty five year old man? Or do I want to be like you know who what everybody knows me as is right. White Mike? So mm-hmm. I was just like I'm just gonna go with White Mike right now because it it just worked. You know what I'm saying? It just right. works for other people that aren't privy to what Board Stiff was doing back then. So. so, but in terms of back then, like before Board Stiff, correct me if I'm wrong, it was the hoodies, right? Yep. Okay, hoodies. so can there you was a few things like X Legion and right. Quinn and all them was in right. Uh, the hoodies and there was like three shades with uh Ian Pablo and I had my own thing Brussels sprouts and Quans had his own thing and Big Mm -hmm. Sean and Mint had Top Notch Mm -hmm. okay and Lil Sean they were all a group so it was like a a branch of different things Mm -hmm. but we all hung together every day we were like a little you know like a crew um, right that just lower hate constantly together like you know what I'm saying so it just made sense for us to like make a crew name for us instead of just being like solo this and solo that right, right. Group and that group it was just like right. what group suits us all you know what I'm saying right and, exactly and me and E we came up with, with board stiff cause we used to tag and it would be like BS mm-hmm. which stood for blank spots and we would fill in the blank spots oh like sick mm. <laughs> so then it was more like what else could BS stand for and then board stiff was another uh, name for that too you know? so dope. it kind of stuck stuck yeah. with us so we were like yeah let's you know what the crew should be board stiff man. right mm-hmm. after a few names that went by there was some crazy names like pack a few pedestrians <laughs> you know like weird shit like that that was uh was going on at the time too so you came up with E's name too right yep you came up with oh, a lot really? of names, huh? Listening to a lot of EPMD and yeah. shit like that, yeah. So it was, uh, I, I forgot what the lyric was. It was like an EPMD lyric, like, I oh, I come equipped. Or, or no, that was an E line or something, but it was something like that. And I remember, like, you should do that, man. It should be a dope name for you. We used to always call him E, so it was like, mm-hmm. e, uh, equipped. So same thing with Quinn, too. I, yeah, you named, you gave, you came up with San Quinn, right? Yeah, San Quinn's name, too. Uh, oh, wow. At TD's house way back. Uh, just talking like about names and stuff, uh, trying to figure out his name, and we were like, "That's crazy." You know, like saying uh, saying uh, you know Quincy from San Francisco, so it was like saying Quinn would be perfect. You know, and oh the, shit, the prison was out there too, and and uh, he still to this day always gives me props for that too. So yeah, I've heard that before. I'm I was going to ask you about that. that. So 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 that sounds really early on. So you guys were just all, like started all doing music together and then you guys were like well, hey was, maybe we could do something or? it was all new for us like, the music scene was all new for us right. for everybody like you know like Quinn we used to pick up Quinn at like Mission Dolores and mm-hmm. just, you know cause it was like more back then it was more like everybody would get together and just freestyle and mm-hmm. I was yeah, we exactly, all learning yeah. ourselves like, right, you know right, what I mean? like, right. what can I do and who's fresh who's dope you know so, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing and <clears throat> Quinn was dope like we heard him spit a couple times we was like oh shit you know why don't you hang out with us and we form some little, you know, like little makeshift crews. Back yeah. then it wasn't like you were making records and then you right. were just kind of like, we hang out, so we're this crew. Yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, so, yeah. 
Um, yeah, he would he would come and he would always blow us. He was like, "Yeah, this little kid can spit." He was like twelve, I think, at the time yeah. too. Like you know, like really just going hard. And so, what what got you into it, like music? You know? Um, well, me and E, we went to a small school called Phoenix Academy, and it was only like a, it was a small, really small, like our the name of the album like, too, right? Yeah, we have an album called Phoenix Academy, mm-hmm. but we. Um, we were in the small classroom and then we just, you know, rap was just brand new. And we, like, we would go to the store and it would be like a small case mm-hmm. and it would just be tapes. Mm. And we would be like, damn, what do they got? And it would be like, you know, like School ED and Public Enemy. <laughs> Eve would buy a tape and it would be like the biggest thing. Like, we gonna buy this tape? Oh shit. And you know, we'd take it back and listen to it. Yeah. And be blown away. Like, wow, this is rap. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we were right. like, learning it and learning it. And then right. as we went, it was just like, so mind blowing for us that we, we would make collages of all like our favorite rappers and That's all kind of love different shit that just because we were so into it you know what I mean and eventually we would write you know just write out pages and like say them to each other and yeah stuff like that make mm-hmm. little small crews we had like a crew called Dandy D and the boys and <laughs> you're Dandy D yeah he was uh, he was cold ill back then like, uh, cold ill yeah he was cold ill yeah. shit was crazy but um but we just had little, and we would write it out and like draw a picture of us, like mm-hmm. rapping and shit. So it was, it was hella funny. You named me Cole Hill too, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was crazy. Be in the boys. Yeah. Do, do you remember your your first song? Like first, like all right. That he, uh, you mean that he recorded? Yeah, that like, he wrote? I got one recorded now. You know, recorded. I'm, I'm not sure what the first song I recorded was. A lot of it was just like written down, like papers, and it would be like in a file that was right. and stuff. War on the streets. Uh, was it War on the street? Maybe I it remember, is. I think yeah. that was your first solo. Like yeah. when he came with that, uh, you were like, "Oh shit! Why am I coming with?" I something? forgot about that. Because yeah, Black Mike was always good at putting the cuts together too. Yeah, yeah. you know he, what I'm saying. So that's he's like, "Oh, like, use this one for this song, kind of." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. You put a cut to this and put the beat together. So yeah, I was gonna, oh. I was gonna ask real quick. My bad. No, no, like, no, no, um, the. The, so back then going to a studio is way different than going to a studio now right it's kind of like less accessible than it is now going to studios that's yeah. what a lot of people have been telling me coming to the radio and it, stuff like that it just wasn't like it wasn't uh, it was expensive too it wasn't right. like cheap either it wasn't like you know like you go somewhere for like 20 bucks or something it was right. like people that had like studio equipment so it was like a luxury you know what I mean right, right. So was um, was it like difficult, sort of like transitioning from like for all of y'all maybe transitioning from like you know rapping like freestyling with your friends and shit to like actually like going into like this big studio sort of arena and making complete songs and shit. It's always a trip to us because we always used to be like, damn, what made us think that we could just go make a tape? You know right. Because I mean? back then it was tapes. Right. Know? And. uh I remember when we first started going to like Lev Studio or Marcus uh, Marcus Jam Studios. Um, it was always like we were always a bunch of jokesters too. So we would go in there and TD would be hella mad at us because we would be like clowning around and shit. We're the kids, you know what I'm saying? So right. Gonna be in there fucking around, but mm-hmm. we we're paying for studio time. So you had to be more serious. Right. In there. It's like Dude, we're paying six dollars an hour. You better fucking <laughs> come in here and yeah. spit your rap. Don't be fucking around. In there. Yeah. Yeah. And we would be clowning around. They would be pissed, but. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the difference like you know you're not at home on a two track fucking around right you can have as many takes as you want right you're spending a lot of money we, you know money wasn't it you didn't have a lot of money back then we right hustling or mm-hmm. doing anything like that or working or right parents didn't have a lot of money so going was like we scraped up everything we had for a couple few hours to right. go in there and do it and it's like 
you know what I'm saying, that time runs out, you, you don't yeah. get an extra hour for free. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're holding yourself up if you don't if you don't go in there and knock it out right, you know what I'm saying, right away. And then how do you hear it? Like, do they give you, like, a tape at the end of the session? Because you can't email, right? It was like, I think we used to get it back on DAT or something, or it would be a tape. Too. DAT tapes? Mm -hmm. Like, let him I sit and pa mix it. Pablo was the only one could probably afford those good tapes back then, right? <laughs> Pablo would come with the nice tapes. We'd all be like, damn, you got tapes? Like... <laughs> He'd be put this like record this for me right now. So Pablo would be the only one who has it on tape and shit. We'd all be like, damn, he's got a tape. We would always be like recording over shit that we bought, like an old Tiffany album or something. We'd fucking put tape over it and just record it on the ears. Right. Oh, I'm not supposed to cuss. Yo, you can cuss. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's all good here. We're, we're, sure. we're on the internet, so. Oh, okay, good. But um, I I wanted to know what's like. I know, like, you, you you named some names of, like, some of the tapes you'd see going to the stores and stuff. But, like, in terms of, like, your, like, long term, who's kind of, like, your main influence as a rapper? You know what I mean? Like, or a lyricist? Uh, me, oh, I think Dale would be one. Dale? Um, mm -hmm. I think KMD definitely was, uh, you know, like, MF Doom's first group, KMD was my one of my favorite groups kind of like abstract more thinking yeah and shit. i like i'm definitely into that but i like you know like the, the duo groups too like epmd was always a big one public enemy was right just incredible hearing the public enemy for the first time I was like wow you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um those are probably some of the, the top ones that i like but i like a lot of, i like a lot of different things but i'm saying in terms of my favorites those would be some of my favorites mm -hmm. that I like the, yeah definitely and so like since then like you know since those the studio days that we were just kind of talking about like how has your approach to hitting the studio kind of changed like has it changed like do you kind of approach things differently you know because now you have you have a you know armfuls of work um, under you under your belt you know so you know i learned a lot watching like td and you know like people like that that you know are real technical you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? so and and just me and E and the rest of the stiff doing like two track tapes like right. mm. that kind of helps you in a way like on a small level it helps you in a way just like how you want things to mix in with a right. four track or small things blending in you, you hear that and then you think right. you know on a, on a, a studio you have so many more options though you could just make it sound a lot more better and you can, mm -hmm. you know you instead of just on one track you got five different things on one track you mm -hmm. can spread it out and it's a little easier to mix in and out you don't have to be like you know like back and forth like oh shoot i gotta mix it right now but, yeah um so i think uh i think it was fun either way though i had i had a good time just you know at the, at the house with the homies we didn't really trip off uh like how good it sound right you know what i mean it was mm -hmm. more just about like a lot of the times for our music with Boy Stiff and like uh, as young men it was like the universe always found a way to make it everything fit mm -hmm. if it makes sense to you it's like mm -hmm. yeah definitely like start, we would just play some out of random and it mm -hmm. would just come in and it would just fit right in with the mm -hmm. instrument yeah somebody would come in rapping and it would just be like wow this yeah. shit and it would mm -hmm. play it back and like damn that went so well together. like it was all supposed to happen yeah like, like yeah. it was supposed to happen so yeah. I think that prepared me to go to the studio it's like you mm -hmm. know I think about it like that when I yes. go in there now it's like you know I don't I'm not real like I'm not really like uh, scared to try things right mean? because mm -hmm. I know most of the time that the stuff is gonna mix well you know? right mm -hmm. I just had that in my heart from you know from the younger days like, yeah you got a good sense of like what you're doing <laughs> with this beat and like you trust yourself to do whatever yeah, comes like out I, right. I, just, I feel like it's gonna work out like you know sometimes it doesn't you know not all the time it right. does right. and you can go back and fuck with it but yeah uh, most of the time it does though and that's you know that's the amazing part for me I just 
I have that deep feeling inside me that right. I play something. Or if I, it, nowadays it's more of what I hear. Mm-hmm. I know that it'll go with certain things. Like yeah. if I hear a beat or if I hear a movie clip or if I hear, you know, a, 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 somebody do a rap and I hear something that I can scratch, mm-hmm. it just automatically hits you, me. It mm-hmm. like slows down and that you just hear that one part and it's like, wow. You scratch them? You can scratch them? No, I don't. I just get mm. a lot of DJs. And, right, right, and, uh, right. They're always like, they're always like, you still getting people to scratch? Like it's hard. You know, it's hard mm. to find DJs that scratch these days. <laughs> right. You know, a lot of them don't. That guy know? does it, yeah. He, he's good yeah, at it, yeah. Good, yeah. That's good. That's good. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah. keep the scratching alive, man. You gotta keep it alive. Like that's real DJ shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, I for mean, real. That's where this shit comes from. So mm-hmm. yeah. if you're not doing that, then you're playing with the game. Really. Yeah. You, you consider yourself a producer as well? No, no, I could never be. But I have an ear. I have an ear. I've, you know, being with E and being with Bi and mm-hmm. being with Pablo and Julian TD. Mm-hmm. I've learned, you know, to have an ear like right. certain things. You know, I learned a lot of my music through them. So. Right. Uh, you know, I would hear something and be like, I had a different taste in them too, though. So I, right. I wasn't scared to go off and do like wild shit, though. What was the difference, kind of specifically? Like, I'm more jolly and, you know, like imaginative mm. than a lot of them. They're right. more like, you know, they like certain things. And he's more, you know, he could do pretty much anything. Yeah. Say, but I'm more like imaginative. I like to go off and just like not worry about what everybody's gonna think about what I'm gonna do I like you know? that yeah and was, was there like a point where you kind of realized like hey you know what like at this point like I think I might have like I figured out what my ear is and what kind of go for because I feel like that's uh, you know it's a big uh, thing that you know artists are trying to achieve all the time you know so like you you have like like that moment or like well I think the thing for me was uh, like I said I took 10 years off from like 97 <coughs> to like 2007 mm-hmm. and when I came back I said this on one of my albums too is um, I had like a lot of things that I wanted to do during that time that I just didn't do because I had quit and, and just went off and did other things Right. that was still in my mind. Right. So, you know, coming back in 2007, it was still there. You know what mm. I mean? And I was like, I could, I still want to do that. I still had those ideas there and, and mm. it was just like easier for me to release them. And the more I released them, the more I thought, you know, I got the confidence to be like, this is working. You know what I'm saying? People really like this. Mm-hmm. I like this. Mm. You know, it's working out. Yeah. Um, and it just gradually grew and grew. Um, you know, I put out a lot of music in the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you about some of that, too. Like, the, um, I really like the album you did with Deuce Eclipse. Oh, yeah, The Best of Blood Bandito. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit was dope. How did that happen? Like, how do you link up with uh, someone like that? Well, Deuce, Deuce we, uh, you know, just passing through, like, Frisco. He's a, a vet, you know. Yeah, he's absolutely. A, he's dope. Like, yeah. he's even, even doper than I realized, too. Like, doing the project with him, I realized right. how dope he is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, yeah. he was phenomenal on He's mainly like, with production too. Like, yeah. you know, and this was just me, like, you know, this is the song, this is my idea, mm-hmm. and me sending it to him and him being like hitting me back with like, you know, right away, like, wow, it's done. And I'd be like, wow, this shit is fire too. Like, right. Sometimes you get in, you're not really knowing the idea as well as the person who thought it up. It's right. Like, you just kind of like, okay, but he was sending it back straight fire every time too, and it was just, I was amazed how dope he is. We did a few shows. We put them on a couple shows, worship shows. That, oh, and that's how the back in the day, kind of right? back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope. That's and then you done a few albums with Z Man, right? Uh, yeah. I, oh, not, uh, I've done a lot of stuff that. with him, but I did the vegetable and the fairy. Right, yeah. right. He does all your covers, though, right? Yeah, or he, a lot he of draws them. A, uh, he draws the covers. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. Most of a lot of the covers that I've done, uh, yeah, especially man. for the vegetable things, he, he's done a lot of the work on that. That's dope, man. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Go ahead. Am, am 
I tripping or was that the same year that you you had your own solo project out, right? Uh, I put out a, a I think the same year. Twenty fifteen, right? Um, well, on I think spot- it was 2011. I think it was 2011. 20, the I neighborhood maybe, maybe visitor, right? Yeah, I put out neighborhood visitor. That's my okay. shit, dude. I and love I that album. Um, the vegetable and the ferret. Okay. And I think in 2015, you're thinking of uh, it might have been like as is or something. You know why he uh, thinks that though is because the on Spotify it just says it came out when you put it on there. Yeah, when that's you put it on right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's confusing too. I'm, right. I, I wonder yeah. if they should they should have like a listing to when the project really came out. I wonder too. if you can change right. that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Even like the old I, we put up the board still stuff on. Right. Um, yeah, and it says like 2015. 2015. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this doesn't sound like 2015. <laughs> this is crazy, man. I think Apple kind of of like or i mean at least when i use apple music they kind of pick and choose how much detail to like give certain artists you know like people will be having like pages for their bio and then some people are like this is a rapper from here you know one thing that they are lazy about and all the i've noticed at spotify all these places they don't really take the typing in of all the details of all the albums seriously because right. I've had a lot of mistakes on a lot of things that I've mm, right you know, yeah and it's just right like, you know that hurts you too in a it way does, because yeah. uh uh, like even on board stiff on spotify there's a rock band uh board stiff uh too oh there is yeah so there's oh, like oh, their shit. logos up with our music underneath it uh, oh, oh yeah 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 that crazy. happens all the time yeah. 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 it's like come on man like it's you hear a board stiff track then you hear like right. a rock song and then people right. are like click off i'm gonna go so yeah you know, right Maybe this isn't the group I was looking for. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird. Well, I mean, like I, uh, something we ask a lot here is like, you know, especially coming from an era where you, you know, you had tapes and CDs and stuff. Like, what's your stream. take on the whole streaming thing? You know, like, you know, how? I don't know. It's it's hard. I, I, I it sucks that people aren't getting paid. For, right. You know, like, right. That's right. the worst part of it. Like, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, like I like to like I have a Spotify account. And yeah. I like to like stream music out of my Spotify, but only because it's so easy, it's just right. accessible now. But right, know, right, right. Back in the days, I was all about CDs, and yeah. before that, I was all about you know tapes and vinyl too. But um, you know, stuff grows and grows. But it's they need to figure out a way to get the artists paid more. Right. I mean, du- if they're doing all these streams and they're not getting no money. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a fortieth of a cent per play or but something like that like, like thousands like tens of thousands of plays it's like pennies you it's know? cool like, to have valuable stuff available to you but when it's available to you it loses value you know what i mean crazy. Like, oh, the, the, yeah, the artists it's were true. all like toting their spins on the like you know i got this many i got a million plays or whatever yeah like, yeah, yeah. Plays, oh yeah, yeah it's like what does that really <laughs> mean we're coming back like but you didn't make shit yeah yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah for they real penny off of that, but, i mean yeah. they made some decent money you probably like, made like two g's up you know but that's like, like i mean what, yeah. imagine if that was like a 25 cents a song or something even yeah, yeah, yeah even that you know? which is yeah, still yeah. low like yeah well, you I mean, know, you still it's way better than you know forty cent, uh, forty cents every. What is it? What is it? I I made that number. Oh, up, okay. It's like <laughs> it's, a, it's point like, zero it's like zero cents. four. They do it by cents yeah, by the tens of thousands. Like yeah, twenty plays. Yeah, exactly. So I'm making yeah. that up too. But, yeah. 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 but I know it's bad. It's something terrible. Yeah. I know fifteen hundred <laughs> streams is one album sale. Wow! Wow! Really? Yeah. Fifteen hundred streams is the equivalent to selling like an album. How much is the album? 
like, like 10, 10 bucks, bucks or something. And, and now you know why people are trolling people on the internet as the right. way to be noticed because then people right. are interested yeah, yeah, yeah. check you out and new oh, kind of rep yeah. I mean like, it just you get those streams those yeah. extra streams that you need to make a couple dollars yeah. still, I mean it's still stupid as hell but, <laughs> but I understand yeah. it it's like it's well that's why you know that's why people make their money off of concerts and merch and shit you know that's yeah. why it's like 80 to 100 bucks for like a you know sweatshirt yeah. you know at a show or like that's the only know. way you can make a couple dollars yeah exactly at the same time like that's how artists kind of come up right now too is reposting all the numbers and shit and that's how people book you now you know what yeah. i mean it's just like the only way you get booked is if you have a certain amount of right fo- internet following yeah and shit yeah. like which Man, is just not even asking for the proof you're like no you got to come to me with the proof and have it in my right. face before i even talk to you and it's know? fucked up because people will buy likes and plays and shit and then it's like okay look you got all the likes and plays right. but then they book you and then no one comes right. to the show Shows, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, i will trip all those dudes they got like two hundred thousand people following them and they get like one like yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like two comments yeah. Like, yeah, where'd they go like, what you had to say? It's like, come on that's crazy man i got maybe 4,000 and I at least get five or six likes come on yeah. Jesus <laughs> it's just it's silly man. have you been doing any uh, live, live shows recently or no I haven't done I haven't done any shows I've uh, it was kind of rough for me coming back at, like at the AIDS thing when I mm-hmm. we, and, and Queasy was like you know doing it hella tough and stuff. Right. he took me took me and a few of the other stiff cats out on tour right away and it was just like a struggle <laughs> what <laughs> happened like, you know taking 10 years off and then coming back trying to rap every day of the show and, every day traveling like, to a different place and just like I don't even know my lyrics like you know what I'm saying just a struggle so and it got to be like it, it, for me it got to be kind of like like a stress, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like when you're doing music, when you have like a stress on you, you kind of try to eliminate that so you can just keep right. happy. Right. Or you're not going to want to do it at all. Right, right, so, right, right. I feel that. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people are like, why you don't do shows? Why you haven't been doing shows? It's easy. You can just jump on with Queasy and do whatever. It's like, right. I know it sounds easy to do that, but it's not always just <laughs> right. easy to do that. You right, know right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Right, if right. I would have took that more serious when I was a little younger, it would have been... Yeah. yeah, life is happening. You gotta yeah, give attention to like whatever your life is happening. And definitely, it's it's just like shooting free throws too. You gotta you actually gotta take the time and like practice a show and yeah, you know, learn your yeah, lyrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your breath control right uh-huh. and all those kind of things. If you don't, then you you know you're playing with the game. You go up there and just make yourself look whack. At the right, end. right. And so, if you were to perform though, like what would the circumstances have to be to perform now? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I what song would you do? I get asked hmm. all the time to do a couple, like do just a couple shows. Um, um, I have a few. There's a couple, you know, just different songs that I like. There's a uh, a song on the album I did with uh, Grand Visitor, um, mm. and there's like I forgot what the name, know what the name of the song is. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but it's that's one of the songs, and uh, me and Z always talk about doing um, one of the songs off the Vegetable and the, uh, the Feared album. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a bunch, like just some stiff songs. I probably know the lyrics too because I've just just been drilled in my mind so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say so much or don't got much. Those kind of songs are always fun. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna play a couple of those songs in yeah, a minute. Shit. Do okay. some do some shit, but yeah. um, uh, yeah. Actually, let's just play that right now because I got a I got a good question, but it's kind of a longer answer. Yeah, it's all good. I got one though. What you yeah. uh, when you like rap these songs that you know you, you pr- might have taken a hiatus from? Mm-hmm. Do do you f- think back or like rap it? Do you, are you like man like 
yeah i guess that that's how i felt back then huh like he kind of brings you back and you're like oh okay i remember how i felt when i wrote this like, i think i think for rappers especially with the stiff like we we could go back and play explaining and feel 19 and 18 again. right like, uh, we, we literally just because of the ad-libs and all the things that we mixed in uh-huh. we can actually remember what was going on at that time for right us and uh and especially our a lot of people that didn't listen to our two track and four or don't know about our two track and four track albums those were actually at my house hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying and at TD's house so oh really like there's which... a lot of memories of just people coming in the room right. like there was a lot going on at the time so mm-hmm. you could just you could just hear it and um, and just you know remember thoughts of being in that moment too so it's kind of it's yeah. really cool it's really cool to like go back and peep it man. yeah that's dope. yeah do you bump your own music regularly um yeah I, I listen to stuff i like a lot of stuff though I'm like, well yeah, I, yeah I, i've definitely. been on odyssey and apollo uh, brown right now apollo brown ooh, anything he makes yeah. right now is just like fire to me uh-huh we you saw know? odyssey recently did Dude, you see it yeah at, i saw him not too for long what's really? place? slims i saw him at uh, slims. was it a good show yeah it was yeah. dope him and evidence oh yeah oh really? yeah. Yeah. that song uh i belong to the world is just my shit that's just the dope uh, song to me yeah He's one of the dopest on the under too. People don't really know. He produces and does his own lyrics too. Yeah, so it's like, Apollo. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Odyssey. No, oh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Oh yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, for sure. Apollo Brown's dopest too. All right, but we're gonna play some. <clears throat> we're gonna play some of this white mic music right now for a few of these songs, and we'll be right back with him, with the man himself. This is slipping away, off the vegetable and the ferret. Yeah, that was one of the songs I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. Sometimes I pay the fee, sometimes I'm on a list. I'm backstage or in the crowd, pumping my fist, waving my arms like this, side to side of it's cracking. Surrounded by loved ones, many nights I've been absent. I can't keep up with all these public appearances. I'm recording my own shit, or rapping in the mirror. I miss my cameo, the video shoot was dope. I saw the pictures and comments that everybody post I wrote. Catch you next time, you wrote something subliminal for everyone to see. You was hurt and wasn't tripping though, for real. Graduations, weddings, I was there. Happy birthday, the funerals, blessed, we'll shed a tear. Benefits and honor of art shows, photographers want me to be a part of it. Pop up, cause I'm popular, I saw you on the wall. Handbills, the internet, you sent me a beat to write to. And I ain't did it yet, but I had the time to spit a rhyme on Smoke Joe's album. To you, he's a nobody, I was out of town, man. Don't take it personal, I love you, it's no excuse. But I'll be there whether I'm on the bill or not. I support you, my nigga, don't my trip, I ain't gonna make it real. I used to listen and cop everything Slowly that deteriorated Till it was scarcely that I made it to the record shop This rap I wrote is kinda like a message to myself Where did my support go? Did I put it on the shelf like we all did our 90s hip hop? Most popular songs became appealing to the disc jock More people got involved cause rap was worldwide The industry took away avenues so underground would die They made it harder for us, sweating sample clearance Originality was lost and people wasn't caring A lot of diggers stay true, others 
the blues Pioneers was disregarded and wanna be filled their shoes I found myself not buying albums I should've supported Not showing up to events I should've been at We started treating underground like it was non-existent Cause it wasn't as persistent as the garbage on the radio Underrated, overrated, underpaid, still getting booked in this game. Now I can slip away, no sympathy. I done done it to myself. Chasing after fame, exposure in the wealth. But the time and the struggle got me humbling now. I did a show and so and so. Now they coming around. Don't support me cause it look good. Support me cause it feels good. Trendy ones wouldn't relate, but the real You good. know there will be days that we lose faith. And this music is the power that gives us strength. And we can come up with a million excuses. But supporting one another helps untie these nooses. Are you honest enough to accept this crisis? We gotta step our support up, not just when it suffices. Are we lazy, unaware, just selfish? Put your hands in the air if you felt this. I wanna talk about old people and hip hop. People who grew up when hip hop was good, you know? And my issue with them is their support of hip-hop, their support of the hip-hop that they grew up on. They do all this complaining, but when it comes to actually supporting the artists that they rave about, they don't support, they don't support, they don't support. They don't support. When it comes to buying their albums, they don't support, they don't support, they don't support. When it comes to listening to their new stuff, they don't support, they don't support, they don't support, they don't support, they don't support. We need to start figuring things out. We can't do this. Every man for himself is not going to work. It's time to start organizing. We need to figure out how we're going to survive here. Survive here.
of those that left us at an early age. It's crazy, I left my heart on the road with the fans. I felt so different when I shook their hands. It made me think of San Francisco and growing up. I'm a lucky man, I hope I don't fuck that up. Everybody's searching for this American pie. Every holiday celebrating historical lies. They want Red Bull, medicated zombies in this world that shot Gandhi. It's a joke, stop kidding our youth. Let them know they'll kill you for speaking the truth. They wonder why it's crazy in Chicago and Oakland. And sit back and watch what TV's promoting. So much pass through your mind when you're writing these rhymes. What they say, get out of your head so you can have a good time. I'm deep into a bottle, listening to sounds. They say don't live too hard, it'll bring you down. Wow, 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 wow. Because the world's a stage. We see them pearly gates. Wow, 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 wow. For the times you couldn't turn away. Now, 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 now. For those that left us at an early age. Pick up my pen and then I get it in. A great escape from this world that I'm living in. Never been a privileged citizen, but God bless the child with the rhythm and the style. Maybe not enough of the cunning and the guile, but I learned my lesson when it come to money. I want it now. I'm not living in the past and we ain't promised tomorrow. So I follow my heart to a place only I know. Play on the piano and soprano. No contemplating, moving and shaking, making it happen. Prano, I don't know what this place is. Unfamiliar faces, muttering incoherent phrases, going through phases. A labyrinth, labyrinths and mazes of the Mind plays tricks, time stands still and races. The greener grasses is what the herd grazes. The Rio reflects footsteps on the pavement. Wow, 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 wow. Because the world's a stage. Until we see them pearly gates. Wow, 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 wow. For the times you couldn't turn away. Those that left us at an early age, age. The industry ain't what it used to be. The industry ain't what it used to be. The industry ain't what it used to be. The industry's trying to control the way you MC. Been there from the beginning, you know what I mean? On Hay Street. Before we was even grinding or doing anything, we were sitting on the stairs, you know, just chilling out, all of us. And then one day we came and it was fences up, you know what I'm saying? And they was trying to get rid of us, talking about we, they didn't want us around hanging out. And we was like, what? We live here, we've been here forever. It's not making sense. I would imagine that many people in the city, probably hundreds of thousands have been displaced out of the city over the last 10 years. One bedroom apartments for $400,000, who's gonna buy these? That's gotta be for somebody coming that is not being built for the people that live here. Ain't 
no need to question the authority. The fact is they tell me that you better get your funds right, but I never let it stop me from living my fun life. I'm not the nigga that you think you know. Call me Dr. Syntax, cause I'm ready to blow. I'm a real pit bulldog, I'm ready to roll. I'm a real general, and I'm running the show. I'm a real nigga though, so I'm getting the dough. I'm a real Fristonian, rapping the scope. I'm a real Philmonian, rapping the mo. And I'ma let you know in case you did not know uh, that if you cause it, no, but then homie, I just don't know ya. What are you, some kind of vulture? Trying to come steal my culture? Yo, I'm not the one you thought you knew. I make suckers catch L's when I come through. Ain't, 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 ain't no need to question the authority. Subtle disses, speak it direct, or I'm liable to miss it. Violate their business, certified in my district. Hard to read, cats I be around be some misfits. Smoke blowing like we deeper than a vocal tone. Bad timing can end you up with a broken nose. Leave them explosive that rawness. Put them in the light, you can see where they flaws is. Regardless of how you feel about it, we higher than the clouds is. Still more thought than what you put into your outfit. Down to earth, kind of like where the ground is. You in that position only because you allowed it. No clown shit. What's going on? What? Yo, so that last song, you said that was uh, K Dubba's last verse he ever did? Yeah, he, he did that. Uh, we was at the lab. Uh, you talking to the mic, please? Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, we, uh, we were at the lab a little bit before he passed, and it was uh, me and Mateo. And I called him through, and it was just it just happened to be the last one he ever spit. So. Wow, yeah, that's crazy! I didn't so know that. Yeah, it's a trip. I always think about that song when I when I hear it. Uh, like yeah. the last time I seen. Well, he called me like the the day before he passed, asking about Gorilla Milk. Like, what was in Gorilla Milk? Because he was gonna try to make some Gorilla Milk for Thanksgiving and shit. And uh, but that I always think about that song. Tao too always remembers that to me too. It's like it's a yo little scene. 
And there too, it's like he's talking to like I guess he was growing or something at the time, and he had he had mites on his on his plants. So he was like talking to the dudes, and he was like, "What can we do about like you know what I'm saying? Like, talking about like what the, we got to get rid of these mites. Like, we gonna lose the whole fucking crop." Damn. But uh, yeah, it's, I just was like, "Cover that part while he's on the phone." Just that's crazy. Rest in peace, K Dubba, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, JoJo. Yeah, board stiff, man. Board stiff. So, but board stiff. I was gonna ask you another thing. Can you tell me about the time y'all opened up for Gangstar at Maritime Hall? Like, Jeez. how does like something like that happen? You know what I mean? Back then. Luck, luck, luck. No, it just uh, at that time there wasn't a lot of crews around though. Like too, like you know, what right. I mean? like there was, there was, but there wasn't like a lot of crews in Frisco that were just standing like, out, like standing mm, out, yeah. and just like you know, we didn't have, we had some love, we didn't have a lot of love, but we had enough to like you know. Mm in a show like that too so mm. it's crazy we did a bunch of ill shows like with like uh uh with onyx and people like that you know just, <laughs> just many little shows and we end up getting into it with onyx yeah queasy told us <laughs> <laughs> the like, elevator it's like just shows that we random had that were just many for us though too. yeah you know because we really just went back then it was like dope to do those kind of shows too but it was like i think the the, the funnest times for us was like at Embarcadero just with our radio and right. the weed just uh-huh. 10 of us freestyling all afternoon and right. until yeah. it gets dark you know what I mean that was like the, the illest stuff it was back then yeah, just being around tagging and just you know just chilling and stuff yeah. Yeah. I mean can you like you know how, what are your thoughts on like San Francisco and the hip hop scene in general like back then and like compared to now you know what I mean well I've I mean I've been living in Oakland almost 20 years now as long as I've lived in San Francisco so it's you know uh, like the hip hop scene I remember back then I was just looking through a photo album that my boy let me use to take some of the pictures out for the documentary mm-hmm. and you just see back then it was like every scene was in the hip hop scene back then like mm-hmm. now you know it's like there's this this clothing line uh, scene and there's this like back then or now you're talking about no back then yeah 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 and mm-hmm. there's the gangster scene and then there's the you know the girl clicks and all that. You <laughs> know, it just everybody was in tune with each other we all hung out with each other it's like I, the photo I just saw was just crazy just like all of us just chilling yeah you know? And now these days at Frisco, it's like everybody's separate. Mm. Everybody's doing their own thing. Like I'm mm-hmm. doing this, and if yeah. you ain't supporting this, then we ain't messing with you, know. Right. Uh. If I'm doing this and you don't support me, then I, you know, right. everybody's so focused into what they're doing that they're not really making the whole scene. Huh. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Too. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, it's a it's a trip, man. It's a trip to see it like that, yeah. and it's hard to you know it's hard to get over here. Like you know, like, yeah. I don't get Traffic. over here as much as I used to. No, it's just period. It's just like you know, being feel, here, yeah. I like when I come now. It's like me growing up in Fillmore and me working on Market Street. I know a lot of Frisco cats. You right. Know what I'm saying like I grew up in every neighborhood. Like I could go to any neighborhood and get love. Right. Now you come and you just don't know anybody. You're like, you know, huh, it's yeah. like, who are these cats? Like, who are these people, dude? Like, right. It's not, the neighborhoods aren't the same, you know. Right. Used to go in a restaurant and run into three or four people. Now it's, right. it's like 20 people in line and you're way at the end. Like, who the fuck are right. these people? <laughs> right. You know? yeah. And it's just weird. It's just weird. So it's just not, it's just not motivating for a person to just mm. 
yeah. out here doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you think that is about you that kind of was you you had? Because I've heard that a lot about you too. Like you could go anywhere, you know what I mean? Like through the years, like whether it's Frisco or Oakland or something like that. You like what, like and that kind of was sort of pivotal with the board stiff shit too. Like what? Do you, how did how did you become that throughout life? I, I think um, growing up in rough neighborhoods, like. You know, you you try first. Your first impression is to try to be tough, like the neighborhood. You right. Know what I mean, until right. the neighborhood humbles you in a way, like right. A way. Right. So I think that the neighborhood humbling you to a point where you know how to approach a situation when mm-hmm. you're dealing with cats like that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or any situation that you go in, you start to learn how to be humble and how to like respect things and exactly. You know, keep mm-hmm. it civil and not be trying to act all funny with people and. Right. You know, in their places and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and just just being out and about, be where everybody's at. You know yeah. what I'm saying, and not mm-hmm. care. You know, and yeah. stay in your business and stay out of everybody else's business. And you know, people recognize you for that. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, people are watching you just like you watching them. So mm-hmm. that's just tough. being around all the time. People would be like, "Oh, I know that dude. I see him all the time. He's, yeah. you know, he's there. I seen him over here. I seen right. him over there too." So you mm-hmm. know. Right. And they start to see like if you can, if you got those passes there, then maybe he should have a pass here as well. You know, mm-hmm. that's so, what's up. Right, just being seen like will do more than even being meeting seen, a person. And, you know, and I had a lot of big homies too that took me a lot of places too. Uh, you know, like that were respected in, right, in right. the game too. Like you know, I could go places and if you're hanging with that kind of person, mm-hmm. it's like hey, you know, right? You, you see, know, like he, that. He, he's got a pass for some reason. You know, <clears throat> right. right? It kind of it's kind of interesting too for people too. Like for me, it was it wasn't a lot of white boys back then. It was only maybe like a handful of white boys mm. back then that was in the areas that I was at. Right. And they, you know, and they would see me and they would be like, "How does you know? How does he? How's he able to be out here?" Like, yeah. <laughs> even the police, the police would run up on me and just be like mystified. Like, yeah. How the fuck? What are you, are you doing out here? here? Like, yeah. like, even like, first it would be like they're worried for me, and then they, they see that I'm just ingrained in it. They're right. like, right. Like, how the fuck is he ingrained in this shit? And then it kind of like you yeah. know. Their racism and their power trips start right. to take over, and they right. want to right. you for it too. Right. You know? right. So it's like it's just a trip. Man. Is that the name? Is that kind of how the name the neighborhood visitor came about? That was a name for you back yeah, in the yeah. day, right? Well, it was just like it was just something that I thought would be cool because it was like you know I'm, I'm lucky to be in this position. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and you gotta respect it because it's like this is a neighborhood that's been here thriving, and you know I'm just some kid coming in and they've embraced me so I right. felt like I was a neighborhood visitor you know what I'm saying that's dope I'm lucky to be in this position kind of that's dope in that kind of uh, manner you know? is that what that album's about uh yeah I did it later so it was like it was supposed to come out when I was younger um, right. I worked on a few songs but you know like the vision of it as an older man it wasn't it wasn't really just a, it was about that and about other things too you know? right. it wasn't just in, 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 um, ingrained in that Man, that album's but dope. But I felt as like fuck. it represented me well, like for who I am, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I played it a lot of times in my car. And that's an actual mm. picture of me on the cover, right? On mm. hate, yeah, like the '90s. You know what I'm saying? So that was how you. That was you coming back. That album. Yeah, that was like the first thing I mm. dropped when I um, when I hadn't rapped in ten years. So right. It was like you know, it was. I just took everything that I knew from doing Warstiff music, right, things right. that I liked about Warstiff, and that I. Um, and that I've heard from fans that what they thought was dope about Boy Stiff mm-hmm. and like being a solo I never wanted to be a solo artist like I just uh, wanted to 
like growing up in Boris Stiff, it was easy because it was like a group thing. It like it wasn't always on me to always do everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was like a group effort. Right. And like, you know, and like more the merrier type of thing. Right. And because uh, like when we were doing Boris Stiff, I would go outside and hustle and they would still be inside making, know, making the shit. music and mm-hmm. shit. And mm-hmm. I would come back in, you know, with 40s and whatever <laughs> money I made, I bought some food or whatever. Right. And, That's dope. If we continued on, maybe I would jump on something, maybe I wouldn't, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. So. But I mean, did it did it put uh, kind of pressure on you, like when you're putting this out, workout when you haven't in a while, or did it just kind of no, feel it, good to do it again? It felt know? good because, uh, like, like I said, like a, a Z Man came and was like, "You should come up to the lab," and and they were Ian Z Man were like working on some shit, and uh. they were working up at Julian's lab on Van Ness. Mm-hmm. And I remember even thinking in my mind, like, I don't, you know, I was like, I don't. Want Rap, like you know, saying right. got up there and they was just like bust a rap, and I was like, fuck it, I just wrote a rap real quick. It ended up being cool, and, uh, and they put it on the album. And no, they played a song that the Stiff had did while like recently there too, and it was oh. a Stiff called "Back with the Stiff." <laughs> and it was a, it just blew me away. It just like it just like uh, it brought me back to that time. So I was like, wow, wow you know what I mean? Then it just had me thinking about Boris Stiff and all the things that it could have did and should have did. Right. And I was like, uh, and it just kind of inspired me to just oh. try to do some stuff. Oh, that's interesting. So you saying yeah. what it could have did and should have did? What could you like taking it back a little bit? What what could it have done and why didn't it do that? Um, I just think that Boris Stiff, we just we just never take the business serious. We mm. just always were like. Um, we're more into the friendship part of it, yeah. The, the just chill aspect of it, you know. Right. And I think that's we did when we did the from, from the ground up album. We played a lot of messages of a lot of people that were trying to contact us from the right. business, uh. and they were like, you know, what's up with Borstel? We're trying to get more merchandise. And we weren't even thinking like, yeah, you know, like right. we could sell more records and more tapes and more. Right. Tapes and more <laughs> We were just so happy to be doing it. You're just like it on a like, vibe kind of thing. Yeah, and then so later we listened to it and it was like, wow, what was we thinking? We just let it just, you know, just be like whatever. You know, yeah. other crews took off and did things and, you know, went around the world with it. And and we, we didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We didn't really do it like they did. We mm-hmm. just kind of stayed back. Even though we were like one of the first crews to ever really right. like, be known out there. Right. Well, did it, did it ever get to a point where people wanted you to... Do things and you actually had to find and be like, nah, like we can't make that move right now, you know, like that's not us. Or well, like I said, it took. I was. I don't know if E and them had that that thought because they were still in, involved, like Bie Pop, uh-huh. they were still doing stuff. <clears throat> but I was out of it for almost till 2007. So okay. it was, you know, I don't know if that was happening or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was totally yeah, yeah. in my own lane. I wasn't uh-huh. even paying attention at all, man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was a uh, after JoJo passed. It kind of was like I needed to. Um, I felt like I needed to live right now right. and I was more into like chasing girls and mm. you know like things that just you know you just want to just make sure that you're living because you right. just lost a friend that died at like right. 20 years old it's like, right, right, right. you know no yeah. children or mm. anything you know so it was like I wanted to travel I wanted to chase girls mm. and mm. wanted to be out on the streets going to clubs right, and shit right. like that right. it wasn't like I didn't want to do music it just was kind of like um it didn't really mess with what I was trying to do at the right. time. You know, mm-hmm. I was just trying to rip and run the streets and, and then trying to do music would have been like, it would have been hard for me to try to do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, hustling and then we would go out at night and then 
And I was hurt by the Joe Dev. It was just like it, it, it affected me in a way that I, I didn't think it would, you know? It was mm. just like, well, I mean, you, you don't know how it would affect you, but I'm saying it just affected me to the point where it was like, you know, you need to be out there live, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta see shit and do right. shit, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you follow your own watch, yeah. too. Yeah. You might not be here, man. Mm-hmm. Man. So, and I lost my other best friend, um, a year later too which mm. was even more detrimental you know I mean my friend Chops he passed away too mm, uh, rest in peace he, he was murdered too a year later right like around the same time so mm. it was really just it was just it was really it was just like mind blowing and, mm-hmm. and I was lost in it you know and yeah. I just was like I gotta live right now yeah man yeah. well I mean were there any moments during that break where you kind of felt like yeah I'm really glad I did this you know like some good memories and like well, when I know. look back I, I did a lot of traveling I did mm. a lot of fun shit so it was like um, I don't I don't regret it I right don't regret it. And, of course and now that I look at it now me coming out putting all the stuff out I did it was like maybe kind of meant to be you yeah know? Mm-hmm. like maybe I needed to go out there and be white Mike right. before I could come out and just right. you know have the experience right. to everybody yeah that's right. what you're doing too now you gotta so, live it before you write yeah, about yeah, it right, right, right. yeah and those were the times when I was able to get to know everybody like that too you know when mm-hmm. I was just out there I was out there moving and shaking so mm-hmm. um, it kind of helped me be who I want you know who I turned out to be you know too. Mm-hmm. so uh, what, what kind of plans do you have for the future I'm uh, just uh, my, my kids are still well, well, my, my oldest daughter she turned 18 but I have a young one that's like 11 and she's in the nice. scene and stuff I've been working oh, with dope. her dope. Uh, my stepdaughter Monty Jay yeah I was I gonna ask you about her I just put an album out with her oh about really about a year, year oh it was about a year or two ago oh shit um, I haven't heard that yeah I that's put that dope. out with her um, and she's working on something with Brightcon right now I think oh so. okay that's dope but um yeah she's dope she's really Sick. dope so yeah. it was, I took a little time to just do that yeah I had put out a bunch of music and I just kind of got uh, I just needed a little chill moment. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's expensive, like recording. Oh yeah. The places I like to go, I like to record with my boy Bruce. And he's mm-hmm. like forty dollars an hour. Bruce Layton. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Layton is one of the dope. He's like, he's just got the ear. When I go in, it's just everything's right. perfect. So, huh. you know, and I like to if I if I want to get somebody on it or if I want to buy a beat from a certain producer, I want to have the you know the funds to be able to do the right things. Mm-hmm. Right. Too, so. right. Right. You know, not everything's bought, but when you do do a project, you want it to be what you want it to be. Too. Right. And, I, and I'm not the one to be like, you know, like two or three hundred dollars is gonna stop me from, you know, making the project that I want to make. Right. right. You want to make it dope. Of course. Make of course. It you know, if I gotta get somebody that I want to get that helps them pay their PG&E bill, I'm yeah, all, I'm all yeah, in. yeah, I'm all in, man. Yeah, definitely. That's dope. So uh, I'm a big believer. I think it's. I think that's something that's. I think that's a lot of people think it's like dick riding and. Like but, trying to pay people to do it's like no mm, really you're supporting no. the underground scene. You're no, it's good to do that. To yeah, right. Help them pay their bills because a lot of us are struggling. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be kind of like you know you were saying earlier, like the difference uh, in San Francisco between now and before is maybe just the fact that everybody's focused on doing them, you know, so like that yeah. would bring people together, exactly. you know what I mean? Another exactly. motive to do that, you know, good business practices. Yeah, you know, pay, it's, let's pay each other, you yeah. know what I mean? So we not, can keep not, each not other Not for the money, motivated. but for the idea, for the principle. <laughs> keep each other motivated to keep doing shit, yeah. like, and not be defeated by, like, yeah. no results and shit all the time, you know right. what I mean? With this, right. like, streaming and shit, because unless yeah. you, like, got some crazy push, you can't, like, 
yeah. live off music at all. Yeah. A lot, a lot of it's uh, a lot of people do it for the love, and you know, yeah. I do a lot of stuff for the love too. So I'm lucky. I'm blessed to like have friends in the game that always oh, yeah. bless me with stuff. But if there's a, a certain artist or a super producer that I want something from, I'm gonna go out there. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. like, people that I've admired in the game, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want to get him on this, man. I would, I'd like to hear how he sound or something. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm picking the beats and doing the ideas so yeah. I'm putting them into place and they're rocking on it still. It's mm-hmm. like, that's dope to me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Would you rather do one song with Big Daddy Kane or a whole album produced by Lord Finesse? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Boy Stiff's dad is Lord Finesse. Yes. We, all, we all admire him. We always be like, Dad, that's Dad right there. <laughs> Lord Finesse was our super Pablo E. They all, we all grew up loving Lord Finesse. So it's definitely would be Lord Finesse. Lord Finesse. Mm. Even if he gave us one beat, we would probably lose our minds. Yeah. Right. I just met him, too, the other day. I was like a big-ass kid when I met him. That's crazy. Like, at the Legionnaire? Like, yeah, I met him at oh, the Legionnaire, really? and it was just like, I had a picture that Cats um, brought me back from New York when they went to see him perform out there. And it was just like him at like 20 years old. So wow. I brought it to Whoa. the show, and he signed it for me, and it was like... Uh, but he was hella cool. He was like, you know, most some of these artists are dicks when they because they just right. like see the city. Everybody wants to talk to you. Right. right. He like pulled me to the side, signed it, and uh, everything. Oh. It was it was real chill though. I had a lot of respect for him though. But hell yeah, it was just like a a, a, a big kid moment for me to have that. Mm-hmm. Me and he was actually texting while I was doing like, he just signed my shit. Uh. <laughs> he was like, I'm so happy for you. He was sick. He was bad. Like, I can't believe I'm sick right now. I know. Now. I was <laughs> with him. He was like. He was hella hard, bro. He was like, damn. Yeah, because that was a big influence. Do you think E got his style from Lord Finesse? Uh, he's got, I'd say Master Ace before I say uh, mm. Lord Finesse. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he listened to, he loved Let Master Ace back then. Uh, I think, I think uh, E's got, I mean, E's uh, super talented in terms of, there's so many, like, like E's got that style where he can, he can run with the, the Bay Area shit, the West Coast shit, yeah. the East Coast shit, whatever he wants to switch it to. Because he's yeah. a studier, you know, he studies a lot of the, a lot of the MCs out there. Yeah, yeah. So all of us have really. That's how mm-hmm. we all kind of come with a style. As you, right? Yeah, like right. All your favorites, and then you try to like try to be yourself in between all that too. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Who do you like right now putting out music? Oh, um, I think one of the dopest that doesn't get a lot of credit is Locksmith. I think Locksmith mm-hmm. is dope. Yeah, he's dope. I mm-hmm. think that he he's uh, been around forever though too. Yeah, right? yeah, he's been around. But I'm saying like right now he's getting like he's mm-hmm. getting. He's been on some real conscious shit too. Right, he's putting out dope albums. Uh, Wise Intelligence is back right now. He's got mm. some dope albums out. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Apollo Brown. Everything he's putting mm-hmm. out has been fire. The Planet Asia one, the Razzcast mm. one, the one with Locksmith. He did one with Locksmith too. Mm. And he just did one with Joe Ortiz too. That's fire. That just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I was saying earlier, Odyssey. Odyssey is one of my favorite. Big time. Mm-hmm. Big time. But you know, I like the Watershed album too. Yeah. <laughs> that was some fire. That was some fire. You guys Thanks, man. You guys sounded good on here. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no doubt. But um, okay, Chad, you got a question? Yeah, well, I got a random one in. A well, you want to talk? I was going to ask about the documentary. Oh yes, thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we had you know Equipto you know on here before. He's mentioned talking to us a little bit about the Board Stiff documentary. Mm-hmm. It's going to be coming out, and I, I mean, I want to know what you have any involvement in it like do you know have you a been l- interviewed bit. like you know like well i've done a little bit of interview i got okay. more um 
I had a lot of stuff that I just saved through the years, so I kind of like uh, a lot of the stuff that they're getting for the doc I had. Mm -hmm. like, I just yeah. been kind of like the person that just been holding on to everything. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the old pictures, right, right. A lot of movie clips. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of the stuff we do, though, you know, me and E probably you know, we spearhead a lot of it, so it's like right. It usually falls on our shoulders to you know make a lot of the stuff happen. Yeah. And how I mean, how does it feel to revisit all that on like? Uh, uh, I guess I mean systematic level you know like with the purpose of like yeah let's bring it back and make you know like I, I, I kind of document want, it to me I look at it like um, we're the kids from San Francisco Hay Street in the 90s and 80s and 2000s you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. that's a that's an era that you'll never get back you know what I mean mm -hmm. like the 60s was an era in the hate we're an era there too we were there you know what I'm saying we Definitely. were the kids that were out there representing hip hop right. you know what I mean mm -hmm. and I think that when it comes down to the West Coast, they're gonna look back at that time, mm -hmm. and we're definitely gonna be one of the names that they yeah. they remember. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. true. Because uh, you know there was a gangster scene and then there was hip hop scene, which right. was very you know it was a minute scene. You know, so the hip hop scene was a minute. Scene. Yeah, well, the hip hop scene was my. You know, everybody wanted to be a gangster rapper back then, so. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually, you know, gave an outlet for a lot of the young kids to. That weren't really wanting to be all into the gangster scene. That wanted to just be themselves, kind of. Mm -hmm. They could slide over and you know hang on hate. And, you know, a lot of them learned how to do music through messing with us too. You know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. just coming by, buying a sack, or yeah. listen to the tapes that we made. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, I can want to try to do that. You know what I mean? So, right. and a lot of the fans, um, like Canada, even Japan, places like that. Uh, oh, wow. Our our first like explain the tape was one of the first things that they a lot of people have listened wow. to in terms of hip hop. Like this that was like one of the first things I ever bought. Wow. You know like how people would just like a small thing like I said it would be a small thing of hip hop back then. Right. right. We were one of those selections that people were grabbing and taking. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was like small skate shops in in the area that sold it too like sold our little tapes and stuff. And so people would come through and like buy a shirt and be like what's this like. Oh, some San Francisco rappers, and they were like rappers. Okay, uh, cool. That's something I'm into now, so they would buy the tape too. Yeah, uh, take it with us. And there also was like skaters around on hate that you know, like and other people that traveled, like Javante Turner, people like that. They mm -hmm. would travel with the tape, uh -huh. and, you know, with the boy like, stiff tape, like a wow. two track, four track tape, and be bumping it, and people would be like, "What the hell is this?" You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, and to back then, that was like some crazy shit to hear, like you know, so you wouldn't hear nothing like that. So they would dub it. Uh-huh. And they would take a tape and they would dub it and then they would pass it on. So that's really how we first end up being heard by a lot of people was just like, you know, people making dub a dub. Mm -hmm. And that's why they did the song back then the I only dub these for my buddies. I only <laughs> dub these for my buddies because uh -huh. it got to the point where everybody had our shit and we you know, it's like, Whoa, what the wait a minute. Wow. Right, uh, the it was a good thing at the time, but at the time it was kinda like you just didn't want everybody to right. Right, yeah, yeah. like wait a minute, <laughs> It'd be like some classic songs that we just made and like it's all over the place and like damn wait a minute i mean do people do you ever get surprised with what people come back and hit you with they're like oh y'all heard you know this this and that and you're like oh like i forgot about that you know yeah, like, like people uh, like are, like there's songs that i've done in the past that i don't have they're, they're like, uh, still, i still don't have any more right right i remember this song and i'm like i remember it but i don't uh like I don't remember like I don't have it so I can't like play it and be like you know right, refresh right. myself wow yeah, that's right. crazy huh. it's a trip man. yeah let me hear let me cop that real yeah, quick like digitize it to me and send it to me man it's like crazy bro. what's your favorite cutoff explaining um 
Um, Top three. Oh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> surviving. Explaining the song is just a dope song. Hell yeah. Um, Tell It Like It Is is a dope song. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Peaceful. But I, I, I'd i say my favorite might be Surviving. Everybody likes Surviving. That's like one of the a lot of people's favorite on that one is Peaceful a popular one too yeah Peaceful Rotation I really like that one too yeah Yeah. it's hella mellow yeah mellow and uh, chill a lot of people put that as like one of their their top Boristiff songs I think back in the days they would always be like this the song that changes their mind about us Mm -hmm. no doubt surviving you're gonna play you're gonna put it up I was gonna play surviving right now oh yeah we'll be right back What? I hear you. Watch out. <laughs> hey, here we go. Watch it. As I take a drag on a dank right, I sit and think in a 21 year old perspective. And then shit starts getting hella hectic because I want to rely on my rap. But I know the logical thing is not to do that. Flashes of a 9 to 5 swing on my head, but that's it. But the survival come through, but you know we got to live, so I got to keep the survive. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I might as well, might as well. sign the Maxell, giving out demos when they act slow. Hit Phil's room, cause he got the double. 30 songs every month or so I won't stop my flow Cause you're blocking distribution Cause everyday people like So what's up with my new man Well known in my home But still I wanna roam If that's what it takes to get my shit done You know I gotta joint's dope as hell man what who produced that one is that bi that's td right e? td yeah it's td td wow that's he crazy did, he, he did all i think almost all of uh, explaining oh really with a little help of uh like you know p and e did you know they had like sample ideas and stuff like that so they have a like, co-production mm. a lot of people have co-production on it but td did most of the, the work on it though huh yeah. What's the best part about being in like a big group and like contrast the hardest part about being in a big group? <laughs> well, I think the I think the vibe of it just being around your brothers is cool. You mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing is cool. Um, but it's also hard too because you get a lot of different attitudes. As we've grown, it's gotten worse because we all, <laughs> we're all men and we all have like different paths right have different things going on in our lives you know what I'm saying? right just to survive in san francisco these days it's like or even the bay area yeah it's, it's murder so you, yeah. know, you have to be like one track trying to like make it yeah right and um i think that you know it played a a big you know for some kids that were carefree just on hey smoking weed all day to be have to focus on life right and then try to be like you know carefree in a group again it's just it's just hard to do you know 
do you feel like the um the documentary will kind of bring about more like because i know that there's like a lot of board stiff fans you know what i mean still around like do you think it'll bring about more of like a discussion about board stiff and today well i think uh board stiff is the type of music that uh people will always be be able to relate to timeless music like timeless is one of the albums but i'm saying um like it'll be a, a time portal for them to go back. You know how you go back and you listen to some old jazz, right? And you're like there, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Right. So it'll be like um, listening to explaining and you know listening to other albums that we have. Mm-hmm. It'll be like going back to San Francisco, 1990, late 80s, two thousands. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. On Hate Street, on Burno and Ambition. You know, mm-hmm. different places that we all were at. So Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll definitely take people there you know I think the documentary will give it a visual too which will it'll show the diversity yeah cause I feel like you know San Francisco is a place that the world could model after you know right. like the way that we all come to come together you know as, with the diversity absolutely we yeah we live and we're all happy and we do things together create things um, yeah. you know the gentrification has made it a little funny but mm-hmm. right. you know the, the early part of San Francisco is like you know everybody was here doing their thing and it was like a mm-hmm. beacon for like people to come you know gay mm-hmm. uh, uh, weirdo whatever you were that nobody didn't want to fuck with you come, right. come to San Francisco right. you could be free here you know what I'm saying right. mm-hmm. and uh we were right there in the middle of it so it's like you know what I'm saying we, we it was it was a dope time and I just want people to know about that yeah know that we was there and it, it existed because mm-hmm. um, who knows if it's gonna ever be like that again with the way it's right. the way the city's going right now it's weird you know right. it's just like you don't have these neighbor these same neighborhoods aren't the same like they were like, yeah you know? it changes everything kind of I think for even like the the, the the ratio of children living here is even smaller than less it was back. Mm. there's less children living in mm, the city that's true you know people are moving out to the suburbs with their kids and stuff so right it's a trip man i mean do you, do you ever see that bubble kind of stopping and like do you think that the progression away from what it used to be is ever gonna recede at all or? i don't know it's just i, I it's don't to know say. I'm, I'm sure the government knows is there yeah. steps ahead of us yeah. right yeah. <laughs> but i don't know like after you charge all this rent do you just not charge all this rent you know like uh-huh. you yeah go back how is that even gonna work like, yeah. it's gotta be some shift of like sort of uh because right now san francisco is like a money circuit you know what i mean like there's like yeah, billions hundreds of billions of dollars running around san francisco every day yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so it's got to be like something that makes those people that like have control of where to make those circuits happen like take it to a different place you know what i mean like it's got to be like like i feel like you know the gentrification has been you know for centuries in a sense you know what i mean but like this this sort of round it came sort of right right when like you know things like the giants won the world series you know i'm not blaming that or anything like that but just (laughs) things that like make a place attractive make people with money want to like build shit there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. exactly it's the ironic like consequence of having a dope city like you know (laughs) having people like cool come out of the city is like fuck now everybody's trying to the thing about that is though that they pushed all the people that were dope about the city out and it's like but i always tell people like 
if you're from San Francisco, you have to take San Francisco with you wherever you go. Exactly. You know what I'm and you have to build your own little San Francisco in that area. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, show people how it could could be there. You know, Definitely. Like in San Francisco, you know? Right. Teach your kids how to be like people that grew up in San Francisco. So they go out and do the things that you was doing. You mm-hmm. know? Right. Definitely. So. Huh. That's what makes the essence special, you know what I mean? Like it can be transcended just through the people that act, were able to feel it when it was what it was. I mean, just trip on Hay Street though, like right? Hay Street's all like big clothing lines and shit. Yeah, it's like a Yeah, right. Come to like buy mushrooms and acid and get right. away and be feel free, you know? Right, yeah, like, exactly. Now it's like big time. You know, I'm not dissing it. Everybody's got to try to right. pay their bills. You know, I'm not mad at anybody. Yeah. Right, right, right. But just look at the differences of it, though. It's but like, that's you know, why, because people... Are we no longer a beacon anymore? It's just right. like, you know, with Trump, it's like immigration, like people wanted to come here and, and, and be part of this country. Now he's making it to where it's just like an ugly thing, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah. like, do people want to come here? Right, right. Like, well, hey, they don't, do they want to come here when it's just about like buying a $45 t-shirt? Right. That what makes you free free about that especially kids that are being traumatized in other places that right. Right. use this place as a beacon to be like if Refuge, I go there yeah. it might be better for me you know right. I might be able to escape this fucking you know this right. shit that right. we're here you know? right and that's what was dope about so, it yeah. yeah and now I don't know if that you know if that attracts it you know, yeah, right. it definitely makes it harder for people like that. You know what I mean? And like, it's the music, and you know, the music at the time too was like, "Come here," and you know, it's the town. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, now I don't know if the music all, all the way represents that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So it has an effect on everything that's coming out of it too. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like a sign, you know, a sign of the times, and that like, yeah, I mean, I guess like the the hate did have hype back then, you know, and like now it's like. You know, people capitalize on that hype, and they're just like, "All right, well, the people are there now. Let's put these shops in." You know, and it's like, well, I mean, yeah. the hate used to be the most famous place in the world. Yeah, like, and then, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but for what it was famous for that era or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then it was like y'all, but like, you know, what I mean, it's I think the, that's why I still have that 60s. documentary because y'all were like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The trend, the, like the, the keeping that essence going in that space, even if it wasn't like recorded, like the summer of love or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. it's dope to do that yourself. You know what I mean? Like, we grew up in like the crack era, too. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like too, the know? other was, side of it, yeah. Like people were being, you know, neighborhoods were being wiped out at the same time, yeah. mm-hmm. plan another plan by the government, you know, type of stuff like that. Just, yeah. I mean, you saw people who own businesses like totally lose everything. Yeah, right, so, right. right. Like people that you were going in their shop buying things or doing things that no longer going were out on the streets. Yeah. On drugs. It's crazy. Stuff like that. So, you know. Tell me about uh, DeBose Park and the significance of that place, real quick. Actually, my, uh, I just got married, <laughs> uh, you know. Congratulations. Congrats. Wife, shout out to my wife. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, a, a short story about that is her mom taught there for 30 years uh, ballet upstairs at the harvey milk uh center yeah, yeah. oh okay so, okay we hung out in the park as as youth uh, yeah so. but you know me and her didn't know each other at that time oh so she was there oh. it's, it's, a, it's a trip to us because we have so many friends that know each other but right. never met through that circle wow it's just another link about that place and yeah, you're like, just, oh, wow. that that's a dope story for real for real stories like um but we, you know, we hung out there. We, you know, uh, it was like our little getaway and drink our 40s and mm-hmm. smoke our weed and play yeah. basketball. And, 
yeah. tap and bring girls there late night and stuff like you know stuff like that so. mm-hmm. yeah it was like Smooth. that, that was, it's still like that that kind of place it always had that secluded like now it's like a dog it. park or something yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah well definitely you got a dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> they run you off if you don't. It's, it's swarmed in there now too. Yeah. It's just weird to see that. Yeah, because we all lived in that neighborhood, so it was like you know we, you know it'd be like our our morning spot to meet up or you know what I'm saying like if nothing, uh-huh. if you wasn't you know you didn't have a cell phone or nothing back right. then. Mm-hmm. Head, head just to just the like park went into and... the neighborhood to see who was out and who uh, was out. Y'all hung that day, you know. What yeah. So it, yeah, was, it was like that. Definitely doesn't happen anymore. Shit, yeah, yeah, you like, know what, what you doing? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what you, you going to the park? Hit me later. Why are you going to the park? It's like I, I don't know. Like, like, yeah, back then, like the meeting place would be like, you know, oh, we had landlines too. We would call them. I'm mm-hmm. going to the park. I'll be at the park. It's like, right. You think people used to be more punctual back then because of that? Uh, yeah, because you wanted to get out of the house. Like you know, right. TV wasn't like a big thing. Like back mm-hmm. then. it was like you know, like. Around the, you know, like morning time, it would be like cartoons. Right, 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 right. It would right. be like news. You right. like, ain't watching news. I'm getting the hell out right. of here. Yeah. So you want to get out of the house. You right. know what I'm saying? They didn't have like Netflix and, you know, 50 channels to watch right. whatever. Right, right. It was right. like four or five channels of yeah. things. Right. Local shit. Yeah. You'd be like, I don't know, I'm out of here, you know. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. After, uh, you know, like Transformers or G.I. Joe's go, <laughs> you want to get out of the house. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going outside. You go to like Dolores Park too? We did just to, uh, we did a little bit, but more to like buy weed. Like, they right. used to have like, uh, on the building, they used to have like, uh, Bammer sacks because, you know, it wasn't before, when we were kids, it was like, Bammer was like the big thing mm. before like the scene and all the, you know, all the strains and everything that were out here. Mm-hmm. We would buy like big ass five dollar Bammer sacks and, like people would be like, "Hey, I got that band." Like they would, <laughs> no, be like, like, uh, be like, I got, "Yo, I got that bammer, dog." Like, uh, cats out there just hustling, like okay. in bags, like, right. and you would like whistle or something, and then they would just come across the, uh, bridge the, the triangles underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Like, running <laughs> uh, out, and be like, "You got some weed?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, I got some weed." It'd be like a five dollars like, And there was another cat, uh, Goldie. <laughs> Goldie, <laughs> so the homie from the block used to sell five sacks. <laughs> like catch him, he fuck around, come to the door, butt naked. He'd be like, "Oh shit, I just wanted some weed." With a forty and his head butt naked, like, "What you want, little motherfuckers?" And we'd be like, uh, "Just a five sack, man. Just a five sack." <laughs> like, "Oh shit, go put some clothes on. Go put some clothes on, man." <laughs> shit, he'd be like, "God damn." Do you feel like weed is like? better now that it's kind of been more like monetized and there's flavors and shit or do you think <laughs> that it's, it was better back then when you just get weed and like I, I look at it like cause um, in my neighborhood like in the lower Hay, like a lot of the OGs sold weed to like you know right. like just to survive you to know what I mean by, so right. Right. like a lot of the I'm talking like older men like you know right. what I mean they would even Bammer or just like some light weed they would sell to the older gentlemen and stuff on the block and that's how they would you know pay the extra bills and do stuff like that so mm-hmm. You know, with the, all this new stuff coming out, it's just like we wiped out a whole like generation of people that made money on the side from right, that. Right, right, right. Um, but you know, everything everything grows and everything gets bigger. Yeah, it, it's sad and it's it's dope in a way too because there's new things. But mm. I, I'm more of like the I'm not I'm not with legalization and all that stuff. I'm more of like yeah. keep it a rebel tool. Uh, let's yeah. you know let's. 
let's keep it underground. Let's not get these big ass companies the weed. Let's not get Wall right. Street the weed where they're trading it on Wall Street. Right, these right. That's been down in it for years are all making the money off of it now. Yeah. The GMO the weed. Uh, yeah, you know the, the 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 black market is standing strong though. You know with the no taxes and keeping it cheap. They, right. They they're hurt, we're hurting their business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for, right. yeah, yeah. The neighborhood drug they, dealer man. They um you know I mean they're gonna come for they're gonna come with a plan for that too eventually. But I'm saying right. That, it yeah. still exists. It's a strong, you know, a strong movement out there. People yeah. still making money off trees and surviving. Yeah, which is important, I think. Cause you know what I'm saying? Cause you don't have to deal with society's bullshit. You don't have to do, you know, work for somebody else and all that other shit that you don't mm-hmm. want to do. And, mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just hard. It's just I think it's an important thing for a lot of people, especially young kids. You know, right? I don't think people should. You know, I got caught my first case selling weed. Mm. And the hate, you know what I'm saying? I got my mm. first probation, everything from selling weed. So. When you were young? Yeah, I was like 19, I think. Mm. Caught it, you know, just had like 20 sacks in my, right. know, in my, in my thing, you know. Right. 19, well, you're an adult then, right? Yeah, yeah you know, so you I get. I went to 850, got booked, and all this stuff. Damn, and ended up having to take probation. That changes your life. Right, you know yeah, just for real. marijuana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. And now they just want to make that all like irrelevant. Like, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, we did that to you, but it's okay now because yeah. I ain't money on yeah. it. It's like, come on, man. It's like people doing Fuck real time. Yeah, yeah for real. Like Fuck their first yeah. case before they ever caught any case. Yeah. Case or something yeah. Simple. What happens yeah. to the people who are still there? You know, it's just another way they trapped us in a way. Like, yeah, yeah. Like if you're gonna legalize marijuana, you gotta get, you gotta let everyone out. That yeah, they need to yeah, for real. Yeah, hell yeah. There's a whole. Don't do, you know, and and then make 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 some rights wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people are down because of weed, dude. And it's, yeah. It's just tough. It's and then the bullshit up. with the DUIs and all that shit. That oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get the fuck right. out of here. Like, yeah. We've been driving high. <laughs> for ain't no there ain't no records of people being fucked up and crashing and killing other people like liquor and all right. that. Yeah, and for real. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. It's just another way for them to scam us and rob us and yeah. take money out of our pockets and shit. Right. Well, fuck. yeah. I mean, we we talk a lot about like the you know. The, changes that have come now since like you know the closer former generations than us but like saying like when you were coming up and stuff like what were some of the changes in the city that maybe your folks were like was it the same kind of worries or is it like nah like these are like you know i don't like what's what's happening now you know that maybe we we might not even know what's happening back then you know what's interesting though is uh we were like the in the beginning of like what's going on now Right. Okay. You know, right. Like people were starting to buy the property now because of the crack era. Like a lot of people lost their businesses mm. or end up selling it for cheap. Right. And um, you know, you started to see it. Like you know, like people would buy like a Victorian on on hate, and then mm-hmm. it would be like it would be a lot of places where that were like stoops for young kids to just hang they out, gated and up, right? And, and then the gates started to show up. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then you would get the like the lady would be like, "Could you get the fuck off my steps?" Or like, yeah. "Bitch, I grew up in this neighborhood. Yeah. Like, I've been here for like you know ten years. You just yeah. came here yeah. two days ago, and I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. even said hello to me or yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, because people in hate, they all took care of each other. Right. Was, nobody was coming in fucking with you or doing anything right. funny. Right. And we all took care of each other. Right. You knew the people on the steps. Yeah. So yeah, like the new shit. people would come in and just automatically you was like the enemy. Like you gotta be, you gotta be gone and you can't sit out here and hang out. And we would just be like, "Fuck you," mm-hmm. you know, like. Mm-hmm. And it just started to make shit, you know, chippy in the neighborhood with people because you know we're like, 
we were young and we didn't give a fuck and yeah. we were like coming in trying to be all bold and shit and it's like it's not gonna happen we're not gonna allow that you know? Right. I know now it's just like a total disconnect with people you yeah. know what I mean yeah. like everyone just got the headphones on the crowded bus and shit yeah. like that like it's wild out here now yes. don't even think about sitting on my stoop you know what I mean yeah. like oh, yeah. people call people the cops get, people gating that shit like, they don't even fucking tell you to leave anymore because yeah. it's afraid yeah. of you yeah then yeah, they're not like hey can you leave they don't even say hey get the fuck off my thing they just like it's yeah it's just like they don't even you know peeking out the window when they're pulling up like are they gone it's fucked up yeah, yeah. It's, it's some whack shit definitely yeah well um do you have anything to like sort of say to the younger generation out there of people either trying to make music or just come up you know what i mean in in san francisco or something i, I always tell them start with having fun like if mm. you're not having fun you're not doing it right wow, if you're not having dope. fun with it you're, you're, you're doing it wrong mm. like have some fun make a sound for yourself right. and just enjoy it Right. You know, before you try to be like Mister, I gotta be seen, or I gotta yeah. book shows, or I gotta get money. Or right. right. Have fun with your music, mm. because you know you never know if you take off or if you don't take off. It zaps all. You're trying to focus on that instead of focusing on having the fun of doing the music. That's true. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's very important. I, I think the. You ever trip on like uh, minor leaguers, like, yeah. like minor league baseball players? They are just in love with the game, and right? Mm-hmm. They're not so stressed about it. They're just doing right. it. And they're just enjoying it, hitting it with, their, with the buddies and shit. I think you have to approach it like that. You have to like mm. um, enjoy every moment, you know right? And then, and then you know, think of the bigger things too. Do things that are bigger for yourself as well. I never really wanted to. Uh, to me, it never was a big thing. Uh, you know, like I never wanted to be. You weren't tripping up like, like a being bigger, a star. A bigger star. Right, right. I wanted it for my friends, but I didn't really want it for myself. Like, I wanted to be like the person that would help them mm-hmm. do but it. it but it kind of happened in its own way, right? Like people's like to do, a point, do people come point. up to you like, "Are you White Mike?" Sort of I mean, something. I get it occasionally. It's not yeah. like it's not like something that's huge, but it's, yeah. right. occasionally I get it. Um, but it's never something that I, you know, like I focused on. You know, so right. like, even when I get together with them now, it's not like I, I, I want to. You know, it's not like. I just want to get together with my friends and do some music and you know bump it later. You know, Hell what I mean? yeah. like mm-hmm. I want to listen to it later and just enjoy that. Yeah, no you know, doubt. It's not like I'm like we got to do this so we can come out and then it's gonna be like some big thing and then we're gonna you know right. we're gonna shock it on it. <laughs> yeah. like, no, I just want to kick it with my friends and do right. some music and if yeah. enjoy it. Right. Maybe we'll rock a couple shows or maybe we'll you know the CD will. We can sell a couple extra CDs this time or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so, man. just to put back into the music too, like whatever we put in, we hope we can get back. Out yeah, of yeah, so, yeah. That's dope, man. So. I mean, like that—that that might be kind of like the answer to this question, but like, what you know? How do you keep yourself pushing in that sense? Like, you know what, like whether it be you know making sure you're doing it for fun or like you know making sure you keep doing stuff in general you know what i mean whether or not you have a lull and it's you know based on the fun if you're yeah. having fun you're yeah. doing it if yeah. you're not you're not gonna you're not doing it right yeah he's <laughs> having yeah. fun definitely, doing definitely, it. Yeah. or you need to take a break like so, like you know we all take our little breaks from it too like like right. i haven't put anything out in the, about a year right i helped Amani do her thing and i'm helping my young daughter with her singing and stuff but uh, sometimes you just need to back up off the whole thing. Yeah, just like just marinate. Just like let it, you know, soak in. Yeah. Listen to some of the stuff you've done and right. appreciate it, uh-huh. and then you know come back. Like think of new ideas, or you know it might be an instrumental from Tahaj or Charlie or these cats that listen. You know what I'm saying? That Shout come out with these. Yeah. 
they, uh, you know, they might inspire you with something like that. You might hear a beat that just brings you back into it right then. But mm -hmm. I think, I think sometimes you have to like, you have to like back up off of it and just give it a breather. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, And then man. come back to it fresh. You know what I mean? No and, doubt. And then try to have fun because there'll be times in it where it's not fun. And you'll be like, yeah. hey, I don't shit, hey, right? I need to get away from this guy. Me and Queasy did all the time. <laughs> Our breaks, like we gotta get away, man. We acting too much alike, man. We gotta get away. <laughs> I gotta get a break from this dude, man. He'd be like, I can might get the hell away from you. You are an asshole. Call him back <laughs> so, in 10 years. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's important to take your breaks and just, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and usually when we do that, man, he can come back and it's like, you know, like, it's just like it was, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed. Like, we don't even know why we was arguing. True right, friends, right? right, right. You know? And yeah. it just, it's just uh it's just easy for us because we, we love it. You know what right, I'm saying? It's, right. it's something that we love deep down. And Definitely, just, man. You know, that's what's up. Well, look out for the documentary yep. coming out soon. Yep. Mike, thank you so much for coming, man. Yeah, I course. really appreciate you. Thank yeah. you for everything you've done, you know, in your life, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You laid it out for us to come and do our thing. So we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no a dope doubt. show, too, by the way. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thanks, thanks, man. Well, yeah. come back anytime you want. Seriously, we're here every Sunday night. Yeah. I want to bring up. to have you here. We'll bring yeah. Amani here for an interview yeah, sometime. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, she's putting out work, too. Yeah. Yeah. Album is dope. If they haven't checked oh, nice. it out, it's called RJ to AJ. If you if you haven't heard it, uh, is it on the stuff? The uh, the, the, on, the streamers. You can stream it. Everything. Okay. Uh -huh. You can get it on YouTube. I'll uh, play some tonight. It's on yeah. Bandcamp. Uh, yeah. So there's some touch uh, on there. It's a song I did like a, we did a remake of I Am I Be from De La Soul. Oh, dope. Oh, okay. Put a video out, and we just had like her cousins, our cousins, and her uncles do like the backup parts of that song. So. It's a, I huh. don't want to play though. Uh, yeah, let's yeah, do that. Play that. Uh, I'm gonna play a couple board stiff ones, and it'll come yeah. into that. One. What's it like working with your daughter musically? You know, uh, <laughs> it's hard because you know she wants to she wants to be with the times. Okay, like, right, right, right. But right, I kind of right. wanted to like uh, she got featured four times on Bandcamp though. Like everything wow. she's put out is wow. like, featured. Like, that's so, dope. Oh, that's dope as fuck. So Good she's stuff. she's um she's talented, but. Um, you know, just coming into being an artist, sometimes you don't always get everything that an older artist gets. So it's right. like you had those little bumpy head moment, moments mm -hmm, where it's mm -hmm. like you got to let them just find their way through it too. Mm -hmm. and our mm -hmm. first agreement was like, I was like, I'll do a project with you, but I want to pick the beats. Yeah. <laughs> I want to sample beats. Nice. Uh, she was like, okay. And then, you know, but as it goes, she wants to do different things, which is fine because she's young. Yeah. And she should be able to find her way. I don't want to try to control her. Right. Uh, but she does have a, 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 I just wanted her to know that she does have a dope hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know, like her flow and her her sound is great with hip hop. Uh -huh. right. so uh -huh. It could be really something that she she blows up on, like you know what I'm saying, takes it to another level. Yeah, I saw her at the Erica show. Was it the Erica show? Erica Badu. Yeah, she's yeah. with my other daughter too. Yeah. Right, I uh, think so. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, even with those, like, you know, the, uh, generational differences, like, do you still see a lot, you, you know, you see how she works or something, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, that brings me back, you know, like, to yeah. when I, you know. Well, the, her doing the IMIB thing was dope, though. It just, yeah. I, I knew then that she could do anything. I was like, she's, uh, she's got that flow. There you go. Um, you know, just, I, the production to me is just a big thing. Like, I think that uh -huh. people don't really trip on that, like. Um, just learning music like digging and finding uh -huh. samples and learning music you bring those spirits from those songs and yeah into the music so you're like you know, like you're giving back to like you know that sound and you're you're Definitely. going forward with it with your sound too right? so I think that's important for a lot of young people to like you know 
go back and dig and listen to other you know other music and then you don't have to sample per se but go dig and go listen to other sounds and like right. you know what I'm saying get influence and uh learn concepts and learn how to, they did different things so that you can just improve your you know what I'm saying you can improve that music your music and you know build yourself up yeah hell yeah I mean, it's so inspiring to hear different things you like you ever found that Cuddy album it's just like wow they did this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. they you know they, this dude was playing guitar like that or this dude right. was, was just crazy you know what I'm saying it's that just, was neighborhood visitor for me oh, yeah. that Cuddy album I was like whoa this is crazy the beats were crazy yeah. blew me away the, the one old man was that an old man the Neil Young oh man yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I remember that shit yeah but see that's like that's what I'm saying like that's a perfect example of digging like yeah, yeah. that song inspired me like to you know what I'm saying so it was something that I wanted to give other people like right you know just playing it in there like other people I, I get people that hit me it's like what is that song like other ones that right. I played in there <laughs> like what is that song like they didn't know you know what I'm saying right and, yeah and it was something that they could go back to and feel like yeah. so right. Uh, most I saw most Def show and he he did that with like a, a lot of different people's music like oh, yeah. the other night. No, this was just a while, like uh, okay. a, a long long time ago. I saw a show and he was doing. That's not where I got it from, but it was uh. just something that I remember that he did. He would just play other people's music in his set. You know what I mean? Oh really? That's dope. Yeah, you know just five oh, yeah, yeah, to it real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and people would either know it or not know it and be like, "What is?" You know what I'm saying? But yeah. kind of be like, "What right. is?" Yeah. Like, they, they'll, like, they'll sit there and listen to him because they're like, "What to know that? though?" You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, like he the, he gave them that vibe that they never had. Right. So it's like you don't know it until you go out and seek it. You know right. what I mean? Right. Too. So. I mean, maybe Neil Young is one of them, but like, what are some of uh, your favorite non hip hop artists? You know, whether all time or like who you've been listening to now. You know, I listen to a lot of reggae right now. Chronics, uh-huh. like I like Chronics. Oh, Chronics! Uh, like, uh, uh, like Peter Tosh is me. He's one of our favorites mm-hmm. back in the days. So I listen to a lot of reggae. Um, then I like, uh, you know, I used to be an R and B head, so I like all the all. Mm-hmm. stuff too just mm-hmm. to be you know like when I'm riding or just rolling around right, right, right. I could bump some old shy or silk or something like that nice mm-hmm. that's what's up yeah word word man well thanks again you got some of the music pulled up yeah I got some music we're gonna play oh, Get yeah. Inside and then we're gonna get into Imani Jade and Dope. maybe cool. we'll play some some chronics but here we go White Mike Like we were blind, let's go, y'all. 
Step into divine, natural way of life, dysfunction, always testing, and tries to deny, threatens to make cry. Your best win when your best bet is saying enough, but never too much. Never when drunk and raging, only when drunk and standing on imaginary staging. Living the dreams you slept past to be your best dab, a bit of resentment, be flaring like SOS's. We need no police, just a family of best friends to take you into sleep if need be. When up all night, streets creeping, call even them, some will fall. Following roads difficult to walk on, walk in some borrow, hand me up. Staggering but still standing up To another night and day An opportunity to live and let that inner child play Step one, listen with honest ears To hear what that child say I am Kwani and I'm a rebel I'm Big Kwani Rebel And I am hip hop G, the original OG. Young bloods ain't got nothing on me. I'm Taoni, and I'm a black belt. I'm Jalen, and I'm an artist. My name is Marcus Injasang. I'm a twin brother. I'm the better, superior twin. I came out first. Peace. The first out is the first back in When ball dodge in What's on your way at a whim Just remember that Borrow flannel from a lumberjack Daniel drinking uncle And handle your scandal What power passed down From life forms that's on your mantle I always look up at the stars in the sky And the ones in the eyes of I I am a Yava And I be mama Always know to apologize and accept And never let forgiveness be determined by that bet Live without regret Because the time will come to home go And fill the room with the sum of one impactful soul Folks live with pain Walk out they own closet skeletal Be a soul rebel Continue like a child trying to reach that higher level Saying they cheating in the game But like you starting how you end Only one player remains That super soul can't be slain Spirit speaks through eternal flame I'm the world and I want to do big things in life
<laughs> what? I hear you. Watch out. <laughs> here, here we go. Watch it. As I take a drag on a deck right, I sit and think in a 21-year-old perspective. And then shit starts getting hella hectic because I want to rely on my rap. But I know the logical thing is not to do that. Flashes of a nine to five swing on my head, but that's it. But the survival come through, but you know we got to live, so I got to keep surviving. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I might as well, might as well. Sign them Excel, giving out demos when they act slow. Hit Phil's room, cause he got the double. 30 songs every month or so I won't stop my flow Cause you're blocking distribution Cause everyday people like So what's up with my new man Well known in my home But still I wanna roam If that's what it takes To get my shit done You know I gotta get my To build a nation is the main goal. Now that we built a nation, but be the main foe. Old story, too familiar. The movies now we filming them on the streets. Boys see boys of like and opposite. Watching them, watching us. Cameras film, but ain't stopping them. Stand off to the side and cry out for the street, babe. Gutter made, dig the gutter grave. The other grace is the face before the fast forward At elementary level trying to guide them forward Forewarned parents and teachers need to be taught So we can teach prophecy was forced and foregone The for real before stolen souls forgot to glow on Cycles pre-existed, there's so on, etc Black defined by lies, unclean and white Unlike street boy, each kind of sense to go home Street boy, is the main goal the boxes of oppression be the first fold i remember when i first told i need hugs and love and every baby came by in line and love even with the way they vary in smiles or shrugs at the age where they more sage innately understanding the flow of the inner super soul demanding to be free give and receive every day as a blessing to be alive again i'm striving with them because the future lives and dies with them once seen you can't pretend must defend sense to go home. Street boy, you're gonna end up around. You need some love and understanding. 
start extending to middle and high. I love you like mine, and I was the baby to another. Get a fuzzy feeling every time I'm greeted by the mother of them all, Miss Ambrose. To be sweet, I compliment her cute sandals. It don't come close to compare to dare to love to hug to know they struggle real. Every time you go home, send you with an extra meal just in case your mama got a steal. Trying to keep you safe and sound, just one more night to find the next daylight. Loving you once again when you men seem incapable or unfit, but truth is the trap starts inescapable. But you are so capable, and so were they. But they were so damaged, it delayed the love to live through life like a filter. It feels too fake to hope and make, but we nature made and nature's best. Living in a constant state of arrest, it's time to awaken to natural habitats. Then explore where you end up at. Where you end Street up at. boy, you've been out too long. Seismatically unsafe, where there's not enough on our plate, where love met hate. Where hip hop saw Uka Nuba, our dog food, a bunch of raw dudes will scarf it up and bark that stuff. And rep what we rep, the lower hate, the black gate. And fuck with real cats like Wan Wei and Mike One that never hate. And keep us in the mix like DJ Trouble Man. We questioning the police, wrestling with the beast, the government. And wanting to attack that shit till everyone's paranoid. I never thought anyone would be scared of my voice. I do try to unwind without losing control because I never put my social life ahead of my goals. I'm jumping out of the same boat Cause people don't listen no more, they just self-promote So I'm swimming to safety and in solidarity lately I used to put hella records out before But now I got my own, it's good to be home You know?
Coming home, boy. Let's go, California. This is a little something for the DJs. We'll be back. featuring my man Swinney Mo. So he gonna kick that right here on KFOF. The only place you can hear this. Y'all ready to do this shit? Bustle. When I was young, I had the lust to pull the trigger and make change out of $5 ass nigga. And as time went on, I gained much love But seeing niggas' guts bust at a nightclub Too young to get my ass in, but they didn't trip Cause if I didn't get in, they knew I'd start shit So I was treated like the motherfucking Pope Security see me, so they scope And follow me around like a flock of hoes I had a squad with a bitch with a big ass nose I started to knock the bitch out, but before I could I'm stopped short by a redneck peck of wood But he was slow with the other hand, slapped the hoe Rushed us out the back door So when I grabbed the nine They thought I'd go nuts I rolled by and bust caps At the grown-ups Young nigga got bold And go the lick
house smooth. We hit the corner in a 650. Still in the front, busting at niggas twice my age. Motherfuckers catching heat from my gauge. They try to shoot back, but it ain't like that. Cause I'm a nigga with the biggest gap. Hoes get fucked and eat the bullet. Cause the trigger that got my nigga, one of them had to pull it. My nigga with the nine said, forget it. But I seen a nigga point his finger and say he did it. I loaded up the clip and shot him in the dick. And kept on busting till his leg kicked. Now we out the 5000G. The glass packs on the 65 got noisy. We had to smash. Niggas in a motherfucking O-Town I'm out of here